taper. Some kind of metal. No, sir, that's paper. Versus Mystery Science Theater 3000, the movie. I'm Matt Derson. Recognize me now, Ruth. I'm John Hunt. And to my left, a special guest star, Inferno. I wanted to say, I'm Matt Derson, and I'm a naughty boy. <laughs> I should have. I thought of it after, but I don't, I, I don't make the jokes. I, I, I listened guys. to our last podcast, and I think us explaining how we fail on the intro every time is yeah. joke enough. That's, yeah. true. That's what the people get. They get a little that we don't have a Patreon yeah. to give them anything extra. That's what they get. Yeah. Our failures. Our failure is your extra. <laughs> Incentives include <laughs> listening to us fail. So, no. What makes us feel like real people, you know, the, the listeners really feel I know we are people. unattainable gods. So it is yeah. nice to show a little vulnerability, a little chink in the armor, if you will. Yeah, indeed. The chink in the armor. That's well, the we chink. That uh... So, anyways, we have fond memories of Mystery Science feel, Theater 3000. I feel that we should set it up because it was released yeah. 25 years ago. I was, yeah, I was getting okay. to that. All we right. just had April 19th was the 25-year anniversary of Mystery Science Theater 3000, the movie. The movie. And that was last week as we record this. It'll probably be a couple weeks or whatever, but um, still close enough to the 25-year anniversary for me. But, uh, it's in the same year, so. Right. Exactly. The end. So uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you jumps later. Yeah, um, check us out on our whatever yeah. pod- thing, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to check out Things for Another World. <laughs> That's right, so, but Thanks to you. <laughs> I have no responsibility here whatsoever. That's right, John. So the movie was like, okay, so I guess we'll give a little history, right? Because... Um, History Lesson 101. Derson, start playing a little Maximum Carnage and tell us the story of Mystery Science Theater, the movie. I don't know. I mean, it's just, it debuted in 1988, which is crazy, on K, what is it, KTMO? I don't even, some local, you know, Minnesotan... uh, Local you know, local channel, cable access channel, and Joel Hodgson was the the originator, the creator of of this. I'm sure everyone knows what it is. It's got the guy in space watches a bad movie with his puppet friends. The scientists are trying to it's sort of break inspired a whole genre of these kinds of things. Totally, yeah. like maybe too much so. Yeah. Now it's now it's hard to find anybody that just enjoys movies without making fun of them. You you can't mm. swing a cat around here without hitting it running into uh, League Podcast 
episode 400 watch along with Spider-Man. Yeah. We right, go watch our Spider-Man watch along. We didn't make fun of it, though. It's not like we were... Yeah. We wish we could. But well, we'll go back and do it, it again. <laughs> We've definitely done it at John's house. <laughs> yes. We have whole parties here yeah. dedicated to just watching bad movies and making fun of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, definitely... we used to pre... Yeah. You know, you before think... the dark times. That's right. But you were also the one who first introduced me to it. it Gamera versus Guri. Yeah. And I just thought, what is this? What is this? Like, I don't even understand. But yeah. it was cool. I was into it. So, yeah. But it wasn't Central available was, anywhere. It was, it was yeah. yeah. Our cable. We didn't have Comedy Central. Yeah. Didn't carry it. Yeah. So I kept, I kept asking a friend of my sister to record it for me because her father ran some sort of satellite TV installation thing and she's like i got comedy central still waiting still waiting on the tapes from her <laughs> i had my I brother say, now we share netflix passwords we've continued it to, <laughs> to now but that was the thing that mystery science theater yeah, would promote at the tapes. end of every episode they would say keep trading those tapes and because uh, that was how they got famous or well famous like how you they... know, like the basic cable tv famous right right it's famous enough for me. But yeah, finally uh, we did get Comedy Central and and then not Yeah, MTV ran like a marathon of uh, a bunch of uh, Mystery Science Theater episodes about a year before we got Comedy Central and I was like, yeah, I got recording it, you know, got Alien from LA on there. <laughs> That's the only one I remember, but <laughs> I don't know, maybe cuz Clay you were a a city boy before we were maybe you yeah but it's i also went to art school so it was a constant for me at the time like from whenever it was on comedy central let's say like we always used to watch it and if you go back to our blockbuster episode the girl (laughs) i dated from blockbuster her town did have comedy central so we would watch it yeah i was over there i mean that's basically what it was like you would find someone who had it and either watch it or get them to tape it for you. That's like that's how it went. Not back in that back in our day. Yeah. <clears throat> but now, uh, like every episode is on YouTube or yeah. on some sort of streaming thing on the Shout Factory, Pluto Channel, whatever. So, yeah, Shout Factory is big. My when my sister got married, my I remember like being like with. I remember staying. And like watching this movie, my sister like and my brother in law like went to party for the rest of the night. And they like gave me like their room, and I but I remember watching MST3K, so I like always remember that. The thing with 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 the show and the movie is that, uh, and part of the reason they did it as a movie was that it's sort of funnier with a group. So they were the they were like, well, if, if watching it with a couple of your friends is real funny, watching it with a theater full of people is going to be hysterical. Well, yeah, like according to what I read, though. So, yeah, the movie like was just before they got canceled by Comedy Central, which is also kind of. It was in development for a while before right. that. Joel was, was involved with it. Joel. But from what I read, Joel didn't really want to do it. It was Jim Mallon really pushed to do a movie and Joel, one of the reasons, I don't know if this is true, but one of the reasons Joel left the show because Jay Mallon was so intent on doing a movie and he was kind of like, mm. uh, so I don't know. It's I don't like know. When, it may, when someone makes 
something that you created and worked hard on, poured your heart and soul into, and then someone else comes along and makes it not fun. You just don't want to yeah. do it anymore. I not that any of us about. would know anything about <laughs> anything like this. I, I, yeah, no, I, I can see that. And uh, there was also like, well, I mean, I, it's hard to say. People, the reasons that people don't like them. Apparently, so let's just start off. Right? None of the people who worked on the movie think it's good, and they hated the experience. Apparently, Trace Bueller was asked at like a convention what they thought the worst movie they ever did was, and he said, "Mystery Science Theater." Oh, I thought you movie. said the worst movie ever. The worst movie they ever saw was, and I thought that was when. Well, I mean, whatever, but yeah, like on the show, like the worst movie they they, whatever the question was, but he thought. It's just a bad experience all around. Well, so, there were a lot of a lot of studio notes, right? So maybe Joel was not wrong. It's hard to say, you know. Uh, who knows? Well, that also <laughs> brings up another debate. There are Joel people and Mike people, which sure are uh, <clears throat> incidentally the names of my two favorite editors at Viz. Oh, interesting. Mike are they Joel? Joel their last name are are people too. Yeah, so they're, they're both have Mike. Yeah, and, Joel people, and Joel. Mike people. Just like Tom Eric and Zama. Benjamin. So, yeah, I mean, I guess there, but it's funny how, like, the movie came. I was super psyched for the movie. Like, and I went to see it because it played, it didn't play in many theaters. It only played, played in 26 theaters yeah. or something. But one of them was here in North Dakota. Yeah, and it was, the, I, like, could not time it to go see it, which was a real bummer because my school was right in front of it. Yeah, where the theater played it. Well, he wanted to play in college towns. Well, North and, Dakota is known for its college yeah, towns. Yeah, right. Yes, it was. Wow. Yeah. Well, the idea was that if they played in small theaters for a long time, apparently that was their plan. Like, to not just have, like, a couple of weeks, like, but to play in there for a long time and let it build an audience. But I don't know. I don't see it how playing out for, like, a week. Yeah, like, it totally didn't work. Because they were like, well, we're we're the their PR person was doing their movie and barbed wire, and they spent right. like all of their money promoting barbed wire, and they were just like, yeah, and they they only put it out for a very short time. Yeah, some they just didn't know what they were doing. I guess they just liked Pamela Anderson's ginormous breasts. I like the breasts. <laughs> Do you think they were like? really planning on making like a bunch of these and like it was gonna take off or something like let's make one movie and then we'll keep making movies like seems doesn't seem like a, the business model they were really going for <laughs> i don't know maybe they just i don't know it's hard to say like if I, they might have been hoping for a wider exposure than basic cable television yeah i mean i don't think they thought 20, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, basic theater I movie they thought it would like I don't think they thought they would get super rich, like become huge movie stars off of this. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like Look, if we had a chance to do the League of Ordinary Gentlemen movie, wouldn't you do it? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I don't care if it's only shown in 26 theaters. I mean, yeah, for... still... no, I'm just going to say it's kind of funny. Like so many people think uh, it's this horrible thing. It was a hor- I mean, I can understand it's probably a horrible thing making it. Seemed like Kevin Murphy kind of liked it. But other than that, everybody else had something bad to say about it. Interesting. Well, apparently, some of the studio notes had to do, they thought that, well, first of all, the jokes had to be more, like, less obscure, I guess, more broad. And also, they didn't want them to, they didn't, they thought people in a theater would be laughing and you wouldn't be able to hear all the jokes. So they wanted to space them out more. Mm. 
And they also said no, no song and dance numbers. Because some other movie that had just come out that had a bunch of song and dance numbers tanked. And so they couldn't. <laughs> it's so weird. Hollywood thinking. I know. But I, they also, I don't know, like the, the weird thing it, to me is the running time. Right. Yeah. Well, that was also more studio interference. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. Shorter. Like, I think they were doing the whole movie and then they were like, nope, chop, chop, chop. And they just kept getting chopped down. And the guy that made them pull all the scenes, Crow has like a chainsaw in like a deleted scene, and it had that guy's name on it, like as the <laughs> brand name. And 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 then when they put it up for sale, that guy tried to get it. And apparently, Mike Nelson told the story that there is a chainsaw guy who is a movie chainsaw collector. Wow! Outbid him. And he's like, so I don't know if that's true or not, but if it is, it's real funny. That's hilarious. Well, I mean, I think the chainsaw scene is in it, wow. but the deleted scene at the end was Crow tried to like dig back to Earth again mm. with the chainsaw or whatever. That's know. how I know who Harold Lloyd is, is from him singing it. Yeah, it's Roger. It's a Whittaker. long way. That, <laughs> that's the song, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. I mean, I don't know. I my experience was like I love this movie as a, when I when it came out, and like I like I said, I saw it, had a great time. I bought the DVD when it only literally only had the movie, no extras, not even a menu. You put the thing in, and it just plays. Wow. It's crazy. I didn't get any digital whatever with my <clears throat> digital whatever. I got nothing when I bought it. Yeah, it's it's so weird. Like a fan released a special edition that had like commercials or like, and like an Entertainment Tonight review and like other oh. other stuff. Well, the Blu-ray that they put out, I think, had stuff Blu-ray. on it, right? Yeah, Blu-ray. But I, I was like, I was like, iTunes extras, man. I feel ripped off. Yeah. Well, the DVD that I bought was only like fourteen ninety nine, which is kind of funny at the time. It was style at the time. Yeah, style at the time. But I remember there was because they they yanked that movie in two, in two thousand they like they they yanked that DVD in the year in two thousand and for some reason like on the secondary market the DVD that DVD went up and I almost sold it because I could have got it like for more money and I was like no I can't could have got it. more than fifteen dollars for it I think it was like forty bucks or something I know it's like when I should have sold my Tron DVD when Tron Legacy came out because that was going up and it wasn't available anymore. And oh. I didn't do it. And now you can just go on Disney Plus. Yeah. Stupid. So stupid. Yeah, that's right. It happens. But if you listen to our uh, episode about Blockbuster and video stores, we did convince <laughs> the owner of the mom and pop video store of ours to purchase the movie for oh. rent. Oh, yeah. Mom out. and pop people. Yeah. No, that's that's Joel and Mike people. There um, were um, sorry, sorry. Mom and pop, mom and pop's last name were video stores. There were customers. It who was seventy-five dollars. Like so we would kept checking. What every time like, it, it wasn't. What do they call that? Sell-through price or whatever. Yeah, price to sell. Yeah. Yeah. It was like because back in the day, it'd be price to rent, and then several mm-hmm. months later, they would drop the price so everyone could go get it. Yeah. Yeah, I remember check. You're right. Now I do remember that checking the, the so when, thing. It, remember, when it when it made seventy six dollars, 
or whatever. What, what did we charge? Three dollars for a rental back then. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So when it hit that that point, we were like, "Woo! See, our our, our decision was then justified. We were hailed as heroes. They had a ticker tape parade." But yeah, it's like I don't know. There was a cold phone. I remember there was that one customer who would sometimes rent a bad movie and bring it back. Not like a bad movie on purpose. He would just rent a movie. And I remember one time he brought it back and he's like, "There's one for MST <clears throat> and whatever it was." thinking so but, but yeah i think uh, but despite the fact that they all talk about how much of a miserable experience they had working on it it is still uh, one of my favorites and uh, what's his face the current host why can't jonah? i think of his name yeah. yes jonah mm-hmm. is like it's like he's like i love this movie he just go in that in that av club oral history that i sent to you yeah. he just goes on and on about how much he loves the movie and, and the, just in jokes that he would have with his friends he's like if i put out a comedy album it's going to be called this and it was some line from the whatever his comedy his first two albums are named after lines from this movie <laughs> i'm not familiar I, enough with his work to, to, to i'm not familiar enough with his work either except for some episodes of mr science theater but it's i guess it is something like yeah when i watched it the other night i was i mean i make a lot of references to this movie i always say i knew <laughs> well that that recognize me now ruth where it's, it's a yeah. shot of the guy's crotch i said that to uh guitar boy when we were working out and i was spotting him for when we were doing <laughs> you know bench pressing and he almost killed himself because i started making him laugh really hard because of uh, that's too bad he didn't uh, I mean, <laughs> oh oh that was oh i didn't mean this but like yeah, i mean no, I, yeah, it's hard. I think a lot of people. Lines. Sorry, what were you saying? A lot of very quote. It did. Lines. It has some great lines. I think a lot of people seem to be upset more with the chopping because they make this island Earth seem like way worse movie than it actually is because they cut so much of the actual story of the movie out. Who and are even Kevin people? Murphy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Universal released the movie. It's their own movie. They 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 own course, the rights. A, it makes sense that they can do, yeah. do something with the back catalog or whatever. Who gives a shit if they cut it all up? Well, but, a, it's de rigueur. Well, it, was universal now. Cut, it was really now. Universal cutting it up. That guy with the chainsaw was like, "Cut this up, move that, take this." Up. You know, they wanted to keep it more intact. Yeah, like they wanted to. It's really. It's it's weird because you have a move like most episodes of the show were ninety minutes. Yeah. So yeah, this is shorter than an episode. Of the show. <laughs> it's even shorter than an episode. Yeah, that was the one like piece of trivia that that I that I found fascinating because to me, you guys seem to be like really well versed in the lore and the history, and, like with his movies and stuff. But to me, it's I don't. There's not much difference between this and just remembering like watching a bunch of episodes of Mr. Yeah, it's essentially an episode it being... of the show with a higher budget. Yeah, I don't really remember, like, I know that I've seen it, and I know that I've probably watched it on Comedy Central, but I didn't really think of it, like, as a movie. I definitely wouldn't... Uh, I mean, I might see it now in the movie theater, but I didn't, definitely didn't... It wasn't on my radar to go see it in the movies. I think I wanted it to do... I thought I could somehow, like, have an impact if, on that. you just kept seeing it, if you saw it for every showing that one week, it would put them over the top. I definitely went to that movie theater, but I don't remember what I saw there. I only went there once or twice. Interview with uh, a yeah. Pavmere. I saw 
Mystery Science Theater and Private Parts. There, those are the only two movies I think I ever saw there. And I was gone. The Howard Stern movie. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> the nice. Movie I saw. Nice. That's a good one. I got a pass from our from Pop Video Store. So. It was like that. Yeah, yeah. Actually, he was, he was a he was a decent man. So yeah, I mean, uh, it's. I think that is something that people get upset about because. Some people actually like this island Earth too, and they're like, "Well, how dare you?" You know, like, yeah, yeah. go back to your basement. Yeah, but I mean, so, yeah, I mean, the movie did do well, and then they got switched over to comedy, uh, to sci-fi. It was pretty much the beginning of the end for this oh, incarnation of Mystery Science Theater. Well, they did three seasons on. Sci-fi. I'm gonna say. That your opinion of the sci-fi episodes sort of colored my opinion of them until I went back and revisited them maybe about a year or two ago. And there are some gems in there, for sure. I'm sure there are gems. I know that you preferred the Trace over the Bill episodes, but uh, I'm going to say I kind of think Bill's a pretty funny guy. And he did write that movie for Eddie Murphy, whatever that was called. I don't know. (laughs) It begins with a B. Bowfinger. Thank you. Uh, oh, okay. I didn't even know that's Bill Corbett wrote that. Yeah, I, I liked Trace as Crow, but I also liked him as Doctor Forrester. Yeah, I didn't like Mary. Uh, what's her name? Pearl. There. Yeah, Mary Jo Peel. Peel. Yeah, I didn't like her as an antagonist. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm gonna say I preferred Frank and uh, Trace Frank. as the antagonists. Yeah. He's but, Frank. Yeah. But Frank left at a certain point. Well, we saw Trace and Frank at the the Mads Are Back tour a couple of years ago. Yeah. They did uh, a <clears throat> wood movie. So that was good. That was fun. Yeah, they've done these tours now. It's crazy. Like, and I've seen the MST3K tour live as well with uh, Jonah. All right. So this is like the one thing I, I have no idea what the hell you guys are talking about or who these people are. But the one thing that I can I can I can chime in on is as always, we're all well informed in because <laughs> I didn't I I wasn't as like totally obsessed with it. It was just kind of like something on on TV that I really liked. I always thought it was really funny. But so there's the different. Well, you guys know because you saw them. There's cinematic Titanic. And riff yes, tracks. I saw that. I saw, I, I saw Cinematic Titanic live a couple times as well. All these different crews, and 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 I just I had to look it up because I actually didn't even know the the significance of this when we booked this. But it was Paul and Storm who were like really big, like Pax East, like band they. Played yeah, I remember Paul and Storm. Paul and Storm, <laughs> Joel Hodge, Joel Hodgson, and Pat Rothfuss at Thunder Road in 2015. And when we did the show, it was like totally sold out. And those people are like in my world of like bands I would promote and stuff. I had no idea about Paul and Storm. I had no idea like what I was in for with Joel. It was like a slide. He did like a slideshow, kind of like talked about Mystery Science Theater 3000. And it like literally took me to the day of the show. I'm sitting there watching it going like, oh, yeah. So- it's so funny. I guess it's like this weird not not obsessive nature but yeah like why we had to know about I mean, it wasn't enough just to watch the show and be like oh, that was fun no, no, no. like we, we were like oh so that guy's name is trace bulo and he plays the doctor and crow and, and he Obama. left to go write yeah. for america's funniest home videos what writing 
<laughs> Someone's got to write a joke about the bad video, I guess. I guess. He was on, they were actually him, Joel Hodgson and Trace Bueller, I think we're all both on episodes of Freaks and Geeks. So they must know, like, Judd Apatow or something. They must, well, uh, Trace had said that every job he has gotten has been because of Mystery Science Theater. <clears throat> oh, wow. How about that? There you go. Maybe he was. Maybe I saw him somewhere else. I thought it was on Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, maybe it was. Who knows? Uh, I mean, they were all really funny. Like, I mean, I Mike uh, Nelson has a book. Kevin Murphy, who plays Tom Servo, has a really funny book where he watched a movie every day for a year, and it was called A Year of Movies. It's really funny. <laughs> he watched a movie every day for a year. It's called A Year of Movies. Well, if you were looking you know for it. It's a little on the nose. But he has, like, weird... It doesn't just go to a movie theater. Like, he has, like... He tries to vary it up a little bit. Like, he goes to, like, the, the world's smallest movie theater, which is, like, this guy's house, basically. Like, it's really weird. He goes to that ice... The one, like, in Die Another Day, like, the ice hotel. Oh, Die Another Day episode. For yeah, that's coming. The episode soon. where James Bond watches a movie in an ice palace. <laughs> no, but there's a movie theater in there. And he, there's a great... On Thanksgiving, like he goes and brings his family and he smuggles in a giant Thanksgiving dinner to the movie theater. And he purposely sees a movie that he knows no one else will be seeing. <laughs> and he just like lays out the whole thing, like on the like at the front of the theater, like like a huge blanket and like a whole like a, a <laughs> real Thanksgiving dinner. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Awesome. And at some point, it's like because he travels and stuff. And so at some point, he has to like bring his own projector with him to like just put a movie on uh, <laughs> while he's like he can't just watch whatever his iPad. Well, I guess this was a few years ago. There were no iPads. There was nothing. He's also like a theater buff, so maybe it didn't, it didn't seem right to to do that. I was gonna say, I guess it's obvious from like whatever TV station it originated from minneapolis this is very midwest humor all it's it's not like a new york humor or an la humor or a boston mm. humor it's very midwest but you can also tell the different the shift in tones too between the two hosts that joel was definitely a he liked the 1950s kind of sci-fi tv kind of stuff and mike was sort of more of like like to rip into 80s straight to video kind of stuff. Yeah, seems like it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I have no <clears throat> preference. I think they're both funny. Like, I don't know. Yeah, they're both, I think they're both funny in different ways. I think Joel plays it a little stoned on the show, <laughs> and Mike plays it a little more like Three Stooges in a way. You know? Yeah. Like, like they. I was read. I remember reading a review of when Jonah started as a host and they said that the, the what worked with joel was that he was sort of more of like a bigger brother fatherly kind of character to the bots because he had created them and then mike was more sort of like like palling around with them and like you know sort of was mm. like more of like one of the guys kind of thing whereas no uh, one could quite figure out like jonah hadn't worked out what his role with the with the bots was. And now they're going to bring some woman on the show. I guess she was in the live shows on their last tour. If they if they get more, if they're they're doing a bring back MST3K now, another uh, Kickstarter thing, and they're going to just oh, really? stream it themselves on their own thing. Oh, wait, so, can't they just get 
Netflix to fucking pay for yeah, it. Netflix something? already Netflix already dropped them. So they were like, well, we, yeah, well you know we what? Can... We're we're tired on, of being man. at the mercy of other people. So we're just gonna have the fans. Fund NFT. Us. It's well, gonna be NFT. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> the MST NFT. A- NFT three uh, K. I don't know. I mean, in, in a way, I guess it's 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 kind of cool. Like this thing has been going on for a long time now. It's 1988. There's over 200 episodes. A movie tours. There's so I much mean, of it. There's so much of it. And I think yeah. that uh, spinoffs it, it, as well. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of, I think that I did know the sort of the history, like in the nineties, like I was like up on the hosts and the voices and stuff, but you know, I don't, I don't even think I watched any of the new ones with, Patton Oswald on it. I think maybe I watched like one and I just I just kind of was not not that I didn't like it. I just never like felt like watching it again. I, no, I, I revisit it. I agree with you actually. I didn't watch any of them either. And people were trying to tell me like, no, it's really good. I, you know what? I said to a friend, I said it had no right being as good as it was. It should have been at least the first season. The second season I felt was was weaker. But I, I didn't I didn't like the I liked Jonah. I think he's actually quite good. But the, but the the two guys they do in the the bots now, their voices are too similar, so it was difficult to tell who was who. And, Aaron Vaughn. Uh, I did a comedy show with that guy once. Look at you, like. But then Joel I don't Hodgson, even know yeah. who these people are. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, hey, cool, yeah. It's time to get on stage now, okay? He's like putting on his robot hat. Yeah. So I, I feel that I feel like the jokes are, are funny. It's just difficult to tell who's who speaking. And like they've got like weird cameos from like Mark Hamill and Jerry Seinfeld, I think. I've only watched the season, the two seasons one time through. But but I still make reference a lot to the the Mac and Me one that they did, the season two. The Mac first. and Me one is pretty good. <laughs> pretty nice. So Mrs. Elder and I say that a lot to each other. Back I mean, when you I'm could sure flip around the, the cable channels, and st- if MST3K was on, I would almost always watch it and be like, oh, I'll just watch this. Like, yeah, definitely... I mean, it was always good for laughs, you know. But yeah. I think the height of it was, like, as good as they were was the movie. Like, as that not that the movie was the best that they did, but that crew was yeah. the The, the height of their powers. Yeah. Yes, the height of their powers. Yeah, sort of like us with uh, Spider-Man episode 400, which you should back and listen to. <laughs> oh my Not god, long. we've done a lot. Oh no, a lot I'm, lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. It was uh, it was uh, Flint Dilly, Buzz Dixon, and the Blockbuster episode. We 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 had some. We had our whole and Star Trek thing and Rob Liefeld. We, we had the, the all the Kirk Star Trek movies, and we, we yeah, I feel that. that. The uh, motion picture one, I had a lot to say, even though I was getting kind of drunk during that one. I feel like I was a plethora of information was just spilling right out of me. After that, I sort of dried up. It's straight up the weirdest movie the, to talk about, though. You know what I mean? There's a lot to it. Oh, wow. Anyway, yeah. back to today. Back to Mr. Zay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's not a lot to say. I mean, like, it's, it's, it's sad to say that, like, oh, like, the studio ruined my movie. I mean, that's as old as Hollywood itself. You know, like it's, it's it's that's been going on since Hollywood studios have been around. It is it is too bad, obviously, like that they didn't have a better experience because you think like, oh, like you know, I'd like to have seen more, but apparently they probably didn't want to do anymore because it was so shitty. And yeah, they also you hear that? that that the Sci Fi Channel 
was sort of similar, but to a lesser extent that they were like, you have to do these kind of movies and yeah. take this joke out. So I heard that they they started to lean, you know, to kind of like not worry about it. But originally, yeah, they had to do sci-fi movies and a certain kind of sci-fi movie and yeah, certain jokes they didn't do. But you know, and then there was I think the they leaned back we on that do. a little bit, they eased off on that a little bit. Yeah. Eh. So we were going to do our reboot where you were going to be Doctor Forrester. Oh, of course. And That's they served true. some bad chicken, so they shot him into space. <laughs> <laughs> Why was it that chicken? I don't remember that. Because he was the chef, our 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 main host. <laughs> oh, Lee. that's right. <laughs> and our friend Lee Manson was going to be our our Joel slash Mike guy, and I was going to say hello, Lee, Botsy Poos. Yeah, it's going to be great. But yeah, those were the dreams back in nineteen. Well, I suppose now, if we just had a Kickstarter, we could make our own Mystery Science Theory. Yeah, if we had an NFT, we could just do it, right? Is that right. Doing NFT? Anyone can yeah. do it. That's what I'm saying. We'll call ours "Not Funny Theater," and <laughs> yeah, well, that's what that'll be the subtitle. Just have a big picture of a nose. Yeah, like have write the words, and it will be tattooed yeah. on the nose. Yeah, perfect. The and word Dr. "little" approves. The word "little" is tattooed on the nose. I mean, yeah, would have worked. I think that's the thing. Like, and not not that there's a, obviously I love, I, and I'm sure we will again someday. Like, going to your house and watching bad movies. I also liked going to the store to rent them. Yeah, and stuff like oh, a blockbuster episode about that. Yeah, we had, we had great things like the happening. That's the only one I can remember. I remember there was like there were movies I remember that we didn't rent, like Killdozer and Murder Cycle. Murder cycle, I thought we did. No, no, we maybe we did. But oh well, we did one that laser mission. Yes, that was the one. That uh, was which they saying. now have a rift tracks of. And oh. we did what was it, Miami Connection? Something like that. And and there was like a scene where it was like a very hairless butt like showering, like panning up, and we were like, Oh ladies, and then it turned out to be the main guy of the movie and we we're like, <laughs> Oh god no. I mean like, it was great, but now it's almost it's like too prevalent. Something else. Uh, Miami Connection's a different movie. Uh, yeah, but, I don't remember, but it was some sort of yeah, beach themed Sybil Danning was in it. I mean as much as I love doing that, but I mean now knowing that like yeah, like it, it's not I don't know, it's like not uh, a, a little cult thing anymore, you know. Like it's Malibu it's, Express. I'm sorry, Malibu Express. There you go. Good job. Thank you. I don't know. I don't know. Not not that it ever was. I suppose it's not like, but people like to feel like they own it, you know. Like it's like, oh, Mystery Science Theater. Yeah, like I, I was into that. Like that was my thing. And now it's like it became very prevalent, and it's almost like, yeah, all right, never mind. It's almost like what you said, Clay. I don't know. I never really. I watched a few of the Netflix ones, but I was just like, yeah, all right. You know, I don't know why. Was, it's one of those things where I don't know why be, I didn't finish yeah, it. Though. Watching just, those shows now during this pandemic, it'll give you something yeah. to us to watch. I, I straight up was Mrs. Commander. I was cracking up <laughs> watching the movie last night and Stacy was in the other room. And I, I knew I would talk to you guys and enjoy it in a crowd today when we talked about it. But it's just a quick little zippy zap jokes yeah. <laughs> just under the breath it was it was it was really funny jokes in there i can't think of one of them now but i just was cracking up all over the place i mean no good. i've it's like so go my hand joe we, I think we make <laughs> <No>. that <one. laughs> joe and cal were like, like 
That's what some of my you know what my kids would say. The fart in the tube. You're not my real father. My I think my favorite was when he he, like they deliver like the instructions for the like the (laughs) interrogator. He says, "Well, I'll read this on the crapper." That's like (laughs) my favorite. Was the other one where he's flipping through the pages? He's like, "Hey, Miss Interrogator," you know. And he, I like it. He's like, "This isn't paper, no, sir." That's- <laughs> yeah, they're a bunch of good gags. Oh, they're, yeah, they're. And in great. fact, like every time Darson has some sort of technical problem, I make that reference. I'm like, "Are you in Europe? Do you need an adapter?" <laughs> I mean, like it was. It was a really. I don't know. I, I guess like reading about the making of the movie made me kind of like sad or something because I'm like, <laughs> I really love this movie. It's really funny. Well, there are plenty of people that like go through hell making a product, and they're like, "Oh, this." wasn't what I wanted it to be, so it sort of taints their view of it, but it can still be really good, but it's just not what they had in mind at the beginning. Yeah, I guess so. There was a whole opening scene where it was going to be Dr. Forrester at, at, at like a, a convention for mad scientists and stuff, and they were going to be showing yeah. all their new experiments, which also I'd like to point out that Dr. Forrester is a reference to War of the Worlds. The main character in that is named Dr. Forrester. There you go. There's a lot of sci-fi references and stuff. And even in this movie, there's apparently when Mike uses those hands to grab the Hubble. Yes. They say Manos on them. Like, ah, nice. The also, I, 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 the, the, another reference I like to make, I don't know if you guys ever catch it when I do, but he's, he's like, he's like, that sounds like a really crappy plan, but okay. Because <laughs> this movie's got the professor from Gilligan's Island on it. I you? know. So it's it so could have been called This oh, yeah. Gilligan's Island Earth. Or This Gilligan's Island. This Island Gilligan. Yeah. They kept making, yeah, they kept making Gilligan's jokes about like... This oh, is, okay. coffin would be made out, of, made out of coconuts, and then he walks in, and he's <laughs> like, what's what's this and the rest crap? I think they say something too of the Howl's Cabin or whatever. Oh, yeah, the Howl's Cabin's really nice. <laughs> a lot of quotes, and I know Derson always, I think you like the Harl Hitler when he walks. Yeah. <laughs> so... I mean, now it's just going to turn into me making, telling my right. favorite line. So, people listening, Brian, I guess, uh, Richard, Brian, uh, you should you only watch this listen. movie again. Yeah, you don't even have to watch it. We've already told you all the funny jokes. Yeah. I, in fact, I was supposed to see it with Richard, Brian. I didn't get to tell my story, but uh, yeah, oh. we couldn't. Because this was pre cell phones, I couldn't meet up with him at the T station, and somehow we. And I was just like, time's running out. I have to go. And I just left. And I just left. Like, well, he, I had to get on the train. He was one to be late. Yeah. I don't know if that's still the case, not, but it right. was for a long time. And then he would get mad at us for getting mad at him. Which I always <laughs> but, took. So I did. And I got rematched. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I did watch it in a group of people, I did watch it sort of in a way by myself. But, uh, Sort yeah. of like your own island earth in the theater. <laughs> That's right. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's it's one of those things. I don't, yeah, like, I think hearing that how they had a bad experience kind of tainted my experience. What did and they also, even like, spend the budget on? I mean, it's they didn't even yeah. need any money to make that movie. I guess, that, yeah, they, they made some new sets and hired, a, like, a cinematographer kind of thing. Does the ship always look like a dog bone, or is that just pretty much? Yeah. Movie? Okay. No, it always looks like a dog bone. Yeah, that's the way it always looked. Supposed yeah. to be like two thousand one, where the the pre dawn man dude whatever throws it up in the air. Oh, I know. Yeah, 
Well, I know. Big Cooper big guy. Yeah. Big Cooper guy, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the movie, it looked, it was like a big episode. But like apparently at one point they wanted to get into the backstories of the characters a little bit and stuff. But uh, then they just didn't. What kind of backstory can you, can you offer up? Yeah. Well, it, <laughs> I don't know. Where did, where did Mike come from? It's his motivation. They make reference to it in a bunch of episodes, so you don't need to do it. Actually, oh. you know what? They they show Mike's apartment in the final epi- Mike episode, where they're like, "Boy, I'm glad we finally got off the satellite of love." And then it's like the three of them in his apartment, and then the crawling eye comes on TV, and they sit down and start making fun of it. <laughs> they're like, "Glad we're off there. We don't have to do that anymore." And then they're just doing that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> There was apparently also an episode where they like where Crow wrote a screenplay and wanted to try to get it made, but they kept the studio kept changing all the. Oh, yeah, because that was a running joke on the show. He had his, a screenplay for, called Earth versus Soup. <laughs> but apparently, they were sort of riffing on this, you know, the studio screwing up mm-hmm. this movie. Now we know. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's too bad. Yes. There is some funny stuff. I don't want to make the all. Jason's getting all down on this movie. I still love it despite reading. Well, what I they think went. That... I love it more because it still turned. They turned out a good product despite all the odds against them. And I don't think hey. that. I mean, I think celebrating this anniversary is cool. And I don't know. I guess there's all the different people, people, but they're all seem to be <laughs> making money and doing all right for themselves, riding this thing, yeah, uh, all the way home. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, it's like, they're doing it's like a guy that plays an Ewok and he's still doing the convention circuit. They managed to turn this into a career, despite yeah. the fact that the show initially went off the air back in what, like 99? It, yeah. It's, it's in it's a way, so. it's almost like an independent, like, curb your enthusiasm. Like, it could keep going if they want, and pe- everyone has whatever their opinions about the sci-fi version or the Netflix version, but they, if they just want to make a new one, they, they kind of can, they can crowdfund it or whatever, or they can get someone to pick it up. Like it's still a viable high and good concept for. Yeah. And they've thing. got, they've got real writers and stuff. Elliot Kalen that we saw oh, at the, uh, at the, the flop house yeah. uh, live show. Go back and listen to our episode about that, which we didn't actually do an episode about, but he's one of the writers. <laughs> he's got his own podcast. Look at our yeah. Instagram. Listen movies. to that podcast where they talk about bad movies, which uh, that's like a whole subgenre. Right. Now a whole podcast about. thing is, and we, of course, we, we don't do it. But uh, and yeah. the movie a day thing, or was it a movie a day or a movie a week? Movie a, movie a day a thing day. would just be like a podcast now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like the podcast a, in Godzilla versus King Kong. And the guy's like, okay, I hope you have a big enough computer for me to be running this podcast on because I'm going to blow your mind. One monster a day. I know. I mean, it's, it is, that's true. I mean, this was before podcasting, but yeah, like, this is what there are so many podcasts in YouTube channels. And like, I mean, like the, the Red Letter Media guys go back and do old movies and they, they don't make fun of them like this. Like, I think they're doing it as they're watching it, but it's not like right. that's not what the episode. The episode is usually best of the worst, where they'll just talk about three bad movies and then choose which one was the best of those terrible three movies. Hmm. Yes, or four. Movies. I forget what how many they do. But I don't. I mean, it's. I doubt that any of those would be happening if it wasn't. Yeah, for... if it would be, it wouldn't be a thing if it wasn't yeah. for bad just... movies. Wouldn't be a thing, like a good thing, you know. Yeah, bad movies wouldn't be a good thing. Just like Bad and, Teacher was about Bad Teacher. From yeah, it was like that joke. 
like eight what years Justin ago, Timberlake? probably 2011. When he comes in his pants, did I did I do that? What? No, yeah, well, Justin Timberlake well, you... did. I don't remember anything about that movie. I just remember I Josh wanted to go see it, so I was like, yeah. <laughs> I just remember Darius saying, "Bad Teacher is good movie," and that's <laughs> stuck with me. You know, I had Cameron Diaz I, at, at the time. I don't know if I went back and watched it now if I feel the same, but. JT is a pretty funny actor. But anyways, I feel like MST3K is something that even though if we talk about our personal history, our, our long breakup time that we had, like I, yeah. I do feel like MST3K is very much in the DNA of like all of our humor, just like all the stuff that, that we have sort of in common from back then, even though we weren't exactly enjoying it together, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. Oh, you're right. No, that's very, it's very true. It is in our DNA, uh, our humor DNA. So, our funny bone, if our, you will. Oh, very well. And so, yeah, I mean, oh, I, I, very do, good. I do think that, yeah, like, you know, it's great that it's still going in a way. And even though I don't always check it out, I, I did go to see one of the, it wasn't a live show, but it was one of those Fathom event things where, like, oh, they like the rip tracks, probably. Yeah, like a rip tracks live. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing with rip tracks, found... isn't? Isn't that mm-hmm. like a thing? I'm sorry, John, but isn't it like what? the original rip tracks? I don't know if they still do it this way, but like you buy the MP3 file and then you rent the movie and you that think was, them at the same time. That was the way that they, he started to do it because he was trying to get around legal loopholes on ah. how he could doing it but now they've got a whole library of bad movies and there are a number of episodes on well there's a, a channel on uh fluto dedicated just to mystery science theater and to riff tracks and there are a number of riff tracks available on amazon and yeah. tubi so you can they, could much... prob- they could probably just work out some sort of a deal to because the movie they must split the money with the movie company or something i would imagine so well i know that they they could buy the rights to do it probably yeah they've done their own kickstarters where they got the rights to do the matthew broderick godzilla and uh starship troop starship poopers (laughs) and you know bad teacher bad teacher which is actually a good movie but i remember like because they could do sort of more current stuff or whatever or just anything when when they just did the riff tracks yeah you buy the riff track and you play the movie and like they would tell you like press it's play like watching one of our watch alongs listening to yeah, that basically it was the precursor to the watch along but yeah it was kind of cool i also remember one time they did like they could do they did a thing or it's like they just did like a i think it was i don't know if it was on sci-fi or comedy central but they did like just like a summer blockbuster Oh yeah, that was on Sci-Fi, where, where it was like preview of the. And they, get, I was like, oh my god, it's so it's so funny to see them talk about like current stuff. You know, yeah, I remember only <laughs> the, the only joke I remember from that is from Batman and Robin, where Alicia Silverstone is like up on like the edge of a like near the door, and she's standing up on something, and like the camera just sort of pans up her leg to her short like you know schoolgirl skirt and stuff, and Mike says. Directed by Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I mean, see, like they didn't make, yeah, you know, like a lot of their references were kind of old. Not, not the, you know. But yeah, sometimes they're they're. I I don't get them. Sometimes they're too obscure, and you're just like, ah, that one went right over my head. But well, I think that I was like laughing at every single Gilligan's Island thing yesterday, not knowing 
that that was the professor. I just thought they were funny. Gilgis <laughs> I was joking. And it was kind of funny. He's like, it's even funnier that way. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes like what whatever they're saying, sometimes it's just goofy enough that you laugh anyway. Yeah. And you don't know, like you know, you don't even really get the reference, but you know, it's it's like and the way they're putting it is so funny, and the fact that it's robot puppets. Yeah. And I always, when when I come in the house, I always tell, I always say to Mrs. Elder, I say, give Uncle some more. <laughs> the mutant rise above it. Uh, I was like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. I don't know. It was great, too, because I, I watched it with Mrs. Commander and, uh, you know, we, we actually watched the DVD, which is something we never do. We never put uh, a DVD in the player to watch. We're going to watch a movie. We just... Go to whatever app, you know, and yeah. watch. But I'm like, I have this DVD. Let's watch it. Well, that's how I've been doing all these James Bond movies. As I've been running through Roger, I have all of the I have all the Bond movies on DVD and Blu-ray. DVD. And so I'm like, because I start to watch Honor Honor Majesty's Secret Service on Pluto, and I was like, this is a long film. But that was including all the commercials, and I was like, oh fuck yeah. it, I'm going upstairs, I'm gonna walk all the way across the house to the last room to literally against the furthest wall from where I was sitting. <laughs> go to, to the shelf. This... Yeah, go to the shelf. Pick up... I had all the Bond movies in order of their release, uh, so it was easy to find. Not in the order of how they would take place. In the... uh, yeah, the machete. Uh... Oh, you said that that was a debate. I don't know. Yeah, I was, well, I was watching a video there. about that, and I'm like, no, this, this, they're this makes no sense the way they're just they're watch saying. him in order, chronological order it makes way more sense because then the the styles at the time will make sense yeah because the guy was like then you then you can just imagine that m was away on vacation judy dench was filling in for him i'm like this is this, this is requiring too much thought on my part <laughs> m goes on vacation yeah boy yeah Anyway, the point I yeah I was gonna it was it was kind of fun to like put I mean I know it's annoying like whatever but like yeah put the DVD in and just press play and there you go it was a fun little nostalgia thing you didn't even have to press play it just starts I know it actually did just start because <laughs> we were still making dinner and I was like oh shit that's like, like my my original Destroy All Monsters DVD did that didn't have it just started you know yeah there was no yeah no no menu no, no menus nothing or anything i, I like, thought it was one of those things where you know how like those menus some of those menus can get pretty elaborate you know and it's like yeah. and it's like oh wait no it's dr park that's pretty funny but yeah and like i was like hey it's kind of late but it's only 73 minutes so it's still not a big deal to watch. yeah it's <laughs> crazy but yeah i enjoyed it and it was great to share i know you guys have been watching some of the things that we I've been talking about with your spouses and it kind of, uh, or significant others and whatever. And I was kind of like, I watch all these things alone. So it's <laughs> Not nice me. to watch this. <laughs> Is that sarcasm or real? It's, I, yeah, I don't really watch stuff for the podcast with Stacey. Oh, all right. I, I think I'm the only one that does. This is Elder is always like, yeah, okay, I'll watch that because like we're you know you're just desperate for something to do at this well, point. Yeah, this point. and I have like a huge Roger Moore fan, so there you go. There and you I'm go. not even watching that for the podcast. I'm just watching that for my own entertainment. Oh, we'll get to. Stacy and I's TV time is is more like TV centric, 
so like she might fall asleep or like I had to convince her to watch Mortal Kombat, but Mortal Kombat is like her favorite thing, her favorite video game ever. So it didn't take too long, but it was Friday night. So I can only get in like a movie once every couple weeks with her. So watching movies mm. is like not really our thing. But I love watching movies, and I would. I, I'm always like, "Do you want to watch uh, more comedy?" Yeah, terrible, know. by the way, but it was pretty fun. Oh, got, okay, I, that's good to know. I didn't it even was fun need to watch. To see it to know that. I figure all Mortal Kombat movies are pretty well, terrible. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, like during pandemic, my tastes have totally like the idea that I would just watch a movie. Like I, I was thinking of watching it just because, like, I want a new movie. I'm so starved for like a new thing to watch. You know. Well, why don't you? Revisit, revisit some old Roger Moore. Is old, what's will. old is new. Some of them will be new to me. I actually, I no. haven't seen all. Yeah, of you can be Roger and Roger. Like I haven't watched. I haven't been. Uh, I haven't seen them. I haven't sat down to watch them since I was like in junior high. You know, so they're pretty much all new to me. Sitting Here down and watching. Well, I guess we don't. Do we need final thoughts on final the? Thoughts. Well, enjoyed it. Sounds like yeah, I love our love final thoughts were. I give it a, a ten out of ten. Me too. An A plus. much I liked it. Breezy watch. It yeah, is. A plus. Breezy. There's literally nothing wrong with it. No like caveats. It, if I have any any complaint is that it's too short. Well, yeah, that's that's <laughs> the complaint. Yeah. And him so running on the on the complaint. treadmill at the beginning uh, was like. You know, you know me in my my 2001. I just thought that was funny, and like it was built so shitty that it was like totally MST3K, and I was just, I was here for oh, it. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, it's good. You get it. There's a lot of cool old references in all the mystery science theaters. So, yeah, always. I think, but yeah, I think this is as good as it ever was. Not the, and nothing against any of the later stuff. Even though I know I I I was a poo pooed, but this and Laser Blast, which was right around the same time, which is the last Comedy Central episode and the last episode we thought we would ever get, those are very good. So, yeah, this was this was great. So if I'm gonna revisit Mystery Science Theater, this is the era, mm. and I'm glad. Uh, yeah. So that's it. That's all. That's all we got on that. Check it out. It's good. We all give it 10 out of 10, A plus, whatever, thumbs up, all the things that you can say good about a thing. Yep. <laughs> Go That's, back and I check out our, uh, our Blockbuster episode, which just posted today, although when you get this, it'll be like a week ago or whatever, two weeks maybe by the time I get around to this. Just back in the feed is what you say. Go back in the feed and check out our Kevin Smith interview well i really clay's kevin smith interview and uh, all of our buzz dixon yeah i worked the ball uh, thing in there for john so it's all of our episodes yeah oh okay well there you go but check it out check out buzz dixon check out clay's i think this is great media i think is it just i think this is great.com i suppose it is i think this is great.com i just finished my second season of that that podcast so i'm taking a break from that so i can devote more time to my family and the people that i care about and the league podcast oh yeah the people you care about that's right no i said and the league podcast so we're not we're not we're separate i didn't connect the two i said the people i care about (laughs) and the league what is this and the rest crap 
<laughs> ah, I didn't even know it was Gilgan's Island. Guy. All right. I weighed the odds of doing this versus I was, I was doing something incredibly stupid, but I went ahead and did it anyway, or whatever the line is. Yeah. That's oh, the much. odds of this succeeding versus yeah. the odds I was doing something incredibly stupid. Oh, look. We all die. Breach hole. We all die. Even at <laughs> underline. All right. Well, yeah. I, I, I got nothing really going well, on. Uh, check out, check out Viz Media's uh, weekly comic section for 900 books that I work on. The weekly chapters. <laughs> I just finished Blue Exorcist chapter whatever today. And the elusive samurai and my hero academia and my hero vigilantes. So, I that, that was my weekend and and my Monday and Tuesday. So please just go do it and so help me out. And that's like a subscription thing, like uh, if you have yes. a tablet or something. Yeah, I gotta say I I like that model. I just got I finally got the the Marvel one, and if I was a big fan of that stuff, I would definitely think it's worth it. I'm I'm way into it. I'm way into reading comics that way well there you so go support john Viz clay, clay approved yeah it's something cool uh, hey, i recommend I guess... my hero academia it's a good it's a good series so uh, right. it's like a it's a japanese take on superheroes you know so cool and it's been running now for i don't know how many years i started on it in like 2014 so it's got it's got a bunch of stuff so go read it i did them all it's a lot cool. of work them all. Go back and watch our live episode. You can see him doing. You can some see work me. On that. My, yeah, yeah. That's right. You can That's see how I work. It's cool. very cool. In time lapse, because someone said, "Boy, wow, you work really fast." I was like, "If I worked that fast, I, I, my work days would be a lot shorter." Yeah, but so would your arms. Yeah, like your arms would just wear away. I guess you could check out RobinHoodComicBook.com since everybody else is plugging shit and check it out. And there's issue zero is there for free. And then you can get all the other issues. And you can also check out Matt. Plug your website. Put something up there that was on the Substack. But after a few weeks on the Substack, I said, well, what the hell? A couple months, really. And then, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm figuring out. Substack, MattDurson.com. Yeah, I don't know. Figure it out. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Google so. Durson. He'll show up. Yeah. So thanks, everybody. And uh, keep circulating those tapes. That's right. Yeah, sayonara. Interocitor incorporating planetary generator. Oh. Interocitor with voltorator with astroscope. Hey, Miss Interocitor.